And here we are. Hi. Fresh out of recording the last episode, what, five minutes ago? Yep. Into the next one. We're doing a two for tonight. Now we have beer. It's Yeah, what are we drinking here? It's a pumpkin beer, I think, uh, from Great South Bay. What's Great South Bay? I think it's Is just, it a brewing company? Yeah, it's a brewing company. Is it near us? I'm not sure. Lex, Lex well, no, gave it to us. Ohio, so we're not south of anything. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where this is from. It's great. I love it. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, it's just been a great day all around. Um, It was sunny. I went on a hike. Yeah. Uh, the Steelers won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Browns won today, too. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Um. Yeah, no, good day. Yeah, it's been, it's, it's, yeah, I had off today. Usually I work on Sundays. Oh yeah, no, don't work on Sundays. No. No. It's been good. Oh my God, I got a cat tree. It's like six (gasps) feet tall. What? For the gentleman? You're going to boo the gentleman? (laughs) Here, I'll show you a picture. I got it at Costco, which was the worst decision to go to ever on a fucking Sunday. What? Look, hoppers in there. That's not a tree. That's like a fortress. I know, right? Why are they called? Is it called a tree? Yeah, they're called like cat trees. It's a fortress. It's very cool, though. I can't wait to see if he's in his hidey hole. I love him. Okay. So for the next few episodes, we are going to be doing uh, three parts here. I'm so excited. We are doing circus disasters. So we are doing uh, three parts on what I'm calling life's a circus because life is a circus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And our first one that we are doing today is the Hagenbeck Wallace Circus Train Wreck. I Trains are involved. We're bringing trains back. Train wreck. Yeah. Well, this one's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Oh, like crazy or like sad? Oh, sad. I mean, well, both really. Oh. Yeah. Um, Yikes. But there is a villain. Oh. There's someone to blame. Yeah. I love two people actually. Oh shit! I love a good episode like this. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into it. Hey, let's. Yeah. In this episode, we will be talking about the Hagenbeck Wallace Circus train wreck, which occurred in June of 1918 where 86 people were killed in a train accident and another 127 people were injured further. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. I'm Ian. And I'm Liv. Hey, and this is Disaster Hour. Is it? It is. Oh, shit. Nice. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, yeah, train wrecks happen every day. Hey. No one's safe from trains. It's called my life. Oh, I was gonna say. Wait, do you take a train every day? I was like, well, no, I thought. You Could you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, we don't have trains. Yeah. Oh God, don't even get me started. Again, I know we've talked about this before. Weren't they gonna build like that, like yes. Cleveland to Columbus to Cincinnati train thing? Yes, they were gonna. Then it to was Chicago. It was that, and it was gonna connect to like the East Coast. It was called like the. Oh shit. Train. It was called train. <laughs> it's not the band. Hey, soul sister. <laughs> were there hey, drops of Mr. Jupiter Mr. on this yeah. train? <laughs> Oh, great. Yeah, I don't know why we don't have that. Yeah, that's uh, bullshit. Did it not pass or something? Um, I think so. And I think it was because, like, you know, the um, plane companies were like, well, it's going to take away our business. Yeah, planes fucking suck. I hate I would a be, plane. Mm-hmm. I'm it, flying to California again in January. Yeah. And I, I'm Are probably going to fly first class. Hey, that's crazy. Why? We're going to Phoenix in January. Really? Yeah. What do you think? That's flying? not the same thing, but okay. Well, still, like, West Coast. <laughs> Phoenix is not the West Coast. Phoenix is just west of here. Oh, yeah, but you know what I meant. I didn't know if you knew what you meant. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm sorry. I, I really do need to be a nicer person. No, it's fine. I, I'm not going to, but I know I need yeah, to. I, yeah. I recognize that the need is there. Yeah. You just yeah. keep me in check when I say s- stupid shit. Uh, no, I'm just an asshole. Um, no, I'm just going to go see Pete for again. Uh, going to hang out for a few days. Oh, fly out, the, fly the back. engaged couple. Pete and Carolyn. Yay. <laughs> be married. I love weddings. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. What are you guys doing in Phoenix? Uh, visiting family. Oh, yeah. God, I'm so excited. 
It's going to be like nice. 70. Yeah. Oh my God. We're going to go to Big Sur. I can't wait. I've never been there. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. Well, anyway, train wrecks happen every day. <laughs> We've got the window. I see one on fire right now. It goes, it's there. It's, oh, you can hear the screams almost. Um, no, not really. Yeah, we're lying. So the disaster of the Hagenbeck Wallace Circus train wreck took place on June 22nd, 1918. Ooh, a 1918 story. It's a 1918 story. I always expect it to be like 1800s. Well, it's not far from it. Yeah, but like, Pretty you close. know. Now, this disaster was referred to as the Hammond Circus train wreck because it took place. Yeah, Hammond, because it took place just outside of Hammond, Indiana, but it's the Hagenbeck Wallace Circus. So gotcha. Oh, okay, that that makes more sense. Yeah. 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 So the train was stopped on the tracks. And while it was stopped, another train rammed into the back of it. There were about 400 performers on the circus train during the accident, which resulted in 86 reported deaths and another 127 injuries. Holy shit. Yeah. So how does this happen? A classic fender bender, if you will. Grade A bummer. Two train car pile up. A weekend ruiner, if yeah. you will. <laughs> oh, shit. This oh, is gonna... oh, shnikes. Oh. oh, bummer. All right. Well, first, let's set the scene. So the Hagenbeck Wallace Circus was actually divided up onto two separate trains. The first train was loaded with the animals. And on the second train were the performers and the circus personnel, as well as the families of the circus members also. Oh. So they're all on board. Yeah. So the circus was heading to its next stop for a performance in Hammond, Indiana. Uh, The train with the animals had departed for Hammond first, so it was further ahead on the tracks from the train with the performers and their families. Mm -hmm. Well, the first train with the animals had made it safely to Hammond, But the second train with the performers uh, began experiencing some sort of mechanical issues. Mm -hmm. I don't think they were major, but enough that it warranted a stop. And because of these problems, the train stopped so they could fix the issues. Now, there was another track that the train cars were being moved onto during the repairs. Like a track like right alongside the main track. Yeah. But some of the train cars were still on the main track. They hadn't been moved over yet. Okay. Also, at the time, the Hagenbeck Wallace Circus was the third largest circus in America. Really? Yeah. I've never heard of them. Never have. At all. Um, I don't know what the first two were, but I know Hagenbeck Wallace is number three. It was probably like Ringley. Brothers. Oh, yeah. Ringling Brothers is yeah. number one. I know that. Yeah. And then I don't know who the fuck the second one what's, was. What's be. the one where the guy got eaten by a lion? Was that Ringley? What was right? that guy's yeah. name? Sigmund and Freud? Who got eaten by the lion? Or was it a tiger? Or a bear. Oh, my. Yes. <laughs> We're back to Zanesville. I don't know. What's the one where the guy got eaten by the tiger? I think it was Ringley Brothers. Okay, so it was Siegfried and Roy. And Sigmund. F- and Yeah, what's Sigmund and Freud? So Sigmund Freud is just one one guy. Oh, um, not Sigmund and Freud. It's yeah. just Sigmund Freud. Okay. And he was an Austrian uh, neurologist and founder of uh, psychoanalysts. Huh? He was the founder of like psychoanalyzing people. Like psychology. Yeah. So a clinical method for evaluating and treating um, pathologies seen as. Yeah, I don't want to fucking read this. It's, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. He was a neurologist. Guy. Yeah. Thanks he for was, the Adderall pal. Really yeah. fixed things. Yeah. Thanks for. Um, well, Butrin. Well, Butrin. Doing the most. God, I love. Oh, yeah. Mwah. The day begins with a pill. That's, <laughs> that's, so that's life, man. Hey, I'll that's breakfast, babe. You got pills <laughs> and then black coffee. Croissants and well, Butrin. Well, Butrin, black coffee, one singular cigarette, 
Hey, perfect, perfect Monday morning. I had a croissant and a picture for breakfast. Did you actually? <laughs> there I was had, nothing on the croissant. I was like, I just want a croissant. And then I'm like, well, got to take this real quick. I had coffee, Wellbutrin, my Allegra, and my women's uh, daily vitamin. I have been taking my men's daily vitamin because there's like three I have to take. And I'm like, that's... Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. I, I, Do the gummies. I'd rather just die. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'd rather just not get those uh, vitamins in me. I actually. just don't need to make it. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so... <laughs> Where the fuck were we? <laughs> I don't know where we were. Uh, the Hagenbeck Wallace Circus was the third largest circus in America at the time. Also, on June 22nd, another train was on the tracks headed toward the stopped Hagenbeck Wallace Circus train. This oncoming train was just a standard passenger train, but it had zero passengers on it, mm. aside from the train's engineer and conductor. Uh, from what I can tell, the engineer is the person who drives and operates the train. And the conductor is responsible for maintaining the train and overseeing the crew. Otto. Sorry, my dog is just... He's sniffing. Getting in everything. So the engineer is like the captain and the conductor is the second in command. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Now, the engineer operating the train was a man named Alonzo Sargent. The train he was driving was pulling 20 empty passenger cars. Mm -hmm. So that's a lot. Imagine the momentum that train has. Oh, yeah. Yeah, without... 20 cars behind the uh, engine. Yeah. Yeah. So further up ahead on the track, where the 26-car Hagenbeck Wallace Circus train is stopped, one of the railroad workers had posted at least two warning signs along the track to warn oncoming trains that a stopped train was ahead. At this point in history, I think it was normal procedure to place these signs with enough distance to give the oncoming trains time to slow down. Oh, okay. And there were other ways of warning the trains, which we'll talk about. But again, the oncoming passenger train was carrying 20 cars, so it's going to need a lot of time to slow down and a lot of warning. Well, at 4 a.m. on June 22nd, 1918, the passenger train that was being operated by Alonzo Sargent failed to slow down at all and smashed into the rear end of the Hagenbach Wallace Circus train. Oh, shit. The circus train cars were made primarily of wood, which made it easy for the iron steam engine to plow straight through the wooden circus cars. Hey, that's horrifying. Uh-huh. The inside of the passenger cars of the circus train were also lit with oil lamps, so when Alonzo's passenger train tore through the wooden circus cars, a massive fireball was created that destroyed almost everything in its path. Even after Alonzo's train eventually came to a stop, the fire still continued spreading among the wreckage. Yeah, no shit. Oh my god. And what's in these circus cars? It's 4 a.m., so... Just sleeping people. This, the circus performers were sleeping in these cars when the train ran through it. Jesus Christ. I, that is an it, awful death. I th- Hey, honestly, if they're sleeping and if it's fast enough... Nah, didn't happen like that, unfortunately. Really? Yep. Oh, shit. The Albuquerque Morning Journal reported that Alonzo's train, quote, passed completely over and through the wreck. The engine left the rails, but it did not overturn. Oh, my God. At the moment of the crash, it's estimated that Alonzo's train was moving at about 35 miles per hour, which might not sound fast. But again, imagine the destruction from a giant steam engine with the momentum of 20 train cars mm-hmm. behind it. Yeah. Like this isn't. It's just not like going to stop. Yeah. I mean, it will stop, but it's not going to stop quickly. Yeah. Now, by the end of this accident, again, 86 people would sadly have been killed. And of these 86 deaths, most of them died within 30 seconds of the collision, either from being crushed by the oncoming steam engine or from being burned alive from the fire. Mm -hmm. 
So, mm-hmm. I mean, 30 seconds is relatively quick, but God, what a fucking miserable 30 seconds. I was just going to say, be. it probably didn't feel like th- like 30 seconds to that. probably felt like a fucking eternity. Mm-hmm. No. Um, some of the victims were actually mistakenly reported as African-Americans, but it was later discovered that they only appeared to be African-Americans because their bodies had been burned so badly. Oh. So every inch of their body had been burned so badly that they couldn't even tell what color their skin was. Oh, my. Oh. That's I, that is thing. that's awful. Ugh. That made me speechless. I don't know. Nah. Nope. Well, this gets dark here. Mm. Of the victims who hadn't died in the first 30 seconds, many were trapped under debris. And as they were being burned alive by the fire, they were begging those who had escaped to kill them so they could be put out of their misery. Fucking rough, dude. No, I just got imagine bones. being the person being trapped. Imagine being the person standing there wondering, what do you do? Yeah. Uh, but reportedly there were no mercy killings. Oh God. What? Oh my God. And it said no mercy killings were reported. I wonder if anyone did. Just I mean, I to... don't think I would blame anyone. No, would you're you? here. Like someone is begging you to and kill you know them. There's no way to, but how Help would you, them. I don't know. That's just, it's, yeah, it's, that's, Oh, it's a rough one. That's that a, a rough one. Yeah. That's not good. No. Now this accident took place about five miles east of Hammond, Indiana. At the Ivanhoe Interlocking Tower. One, I love the name Ivanhoe. We'll be using it for something. Ivanhoe. Ivanhoe. It's like Ho. Idaho, but not. It's a lot more letters. Oh, really? Yeah. Ivanhoe instead of Idaho. And ho is spelled like ho. Like oh, like H-O-E. H-O-E. It's just a ho. Uh, no, that's a sexist term. I don't support it. <laughs> I don't. So an interlocking tower is basically a building alongside the railroad track that controls parts of the track. And sort of ensure safety along the tracks, oh, I think. Yeah. Um, I think these are like the stations that change the direction of the track, like where two tracks meet. So like it switches it off to another track. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I don't really understand how trains work. I don't. I, I think I watched a movie I've and like. I've been on a train like once in my life. Yeah. I think. I think I watched a movie and one of the dads, that was his job, was to like watch over that. And He worked at an interlocking tower. Mm-hmm. And they say tower. It's like a two story building. Yeah. So like, okay. Like, yeah. That's a bit of a misnomer. Yeah. And he lived there. Oh, they lived there? Mm-hmm. But it was, an, it was a movie. What movie was it? Half of it. And from what I remember, it was actually really good. It was kind of like a Cyrano de Bergerac type deal. What? Uh, oh. Who? Any, I don't know what, real, that, I don't real. know what that means. So there's a play called Cyrano de Bergerac, and it it is basically like this guy with a big nose, and there's a handsome man, but he doesn't know how to talk to the girl, so he has Cyrano write letters to the girl, but... Yeah, it was really good. I, I liked I liked the movie, the half of it. So like that time on Thirty Rock when Kenneth liked that blind chick but couldn't talk to her, so Tracy Morgan did all the talking. Uh, pr- yeah, kind of. Yep. Same thing. Thirty <laughs> Rock did it first. Hey, same exact thing. Yeah, they <laughs> they came up with that idea. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, I probably won't watch that ever. But good hey, enough. that's okay. <clears throat> hey, fuck you. <laughs> Whatever. Well, there were two men that were stationed at the Ivanhoe Interlocking Tower at the time of the accident. Mm-hmm. And both immediately began calling in help and rescue efforts for the crash when it happened. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, 911 wasn't invented until, what year do you think? Uh, 1926. Yeah. Completely wrong. 1968. Oh, shit. Yeah. I don't know what we did before 1968. We had a town crier. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about town criers earlier. Um, just someone that would run off and and scream the news, the news. yeah <laughs> yeah what, what was it like uh not hear ye is it hear ye hear ye i don't know or uh 
What's the one? Avasti. Like, Avasti. Is no, that what you're talking about? Where they hold up the newspaper and they're like, oh, extra, extra, read all about it. That's my <laughs> Why newsies. Why do they call it extra? Because I feel like it's just like a normal newspaper. It's not extra. It's just the publication that comes out. I don't know. Ask the town criers. <laughs> was that a town crier there or that was just like a the press boy? boy? I don't know. Yeah. Hey. The 20s would be so fun. I mean, you <laughs> you die a lot easier. Yeah. You don't live that long, but... Gosh, what a time, you know. Yeah. Got speakeasies and and people. Oh talking wait, no, their- alcohol was not allowed. Out, I'm out. Oh yeah, I was gonna say. And then the 30s were the Great Depression, and then the 40s were the war. The war and the 50s were racist. 50s, 60s, and like into the 70s. Yeah, we want to go like eight. Well, then even before that, everyone's still racist because they were slaves. Yeah, I don't know. I think I would want to be alive today. Okay, uh, I'm the 80s. 100. I would want to be in the 80s. No, I take that back. Nineties. I'm gonna be nineties. Yeah, yeah. I'll go to the nineties. Okay. Hey, I'll meet you there. Yeah, yeah. We'll meet in the middle. That's not, I'm down. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. How do we get this time machine? Hey, yeah. I like how we're talking about this. Like we're actually gonna like this do is it. plans for not next week, but like after the holidays. We're and I got this. excited. Like I got <laughs> excited to do this. <laughs> like hey, legitimately, uh, anyone I was listening, like, if you have a time machine, go ahead and uh, lock us in for that. Yeah, that'd be great. Thanks, guys. Anyway, back to the train disaster. <laughs> Sidetrack. Talking about what decade we want to live in. Oh, gosh. So anyway, the crash happened about 100 feet from the interlocking tower. So the tower workers were real close by. Mm-hmm. The first people to arrive at the scene of the accident were the mayor of Gary, Indiana, along with the fire chief of Gary. Why does that sound familiar? Parks and Rec. Thank you. I tried to find the oh image God, of the guy you. saying, my name is Gary. And I'm from Gary, Indiana. Yeah. I found something, but it wasn't on YouTube, so I couldn't like convert it oh it probably is on youtube at some point but i didn't have the interest yeah. to go through all those videos yeah but yeah that's where it's from now both the mayor and the fire chief began helping and calling for more assistance once they arrived and eventually more help and emergency services showed up at the accident to help the survivors now the surviving victims were taken to michigan central station in hammond oh. a big train station and it was there that an emergency triage had been set up for the victims oh that's good And from there, the surviving victims were taken to St. Margaret's Hospital. God love you, Margaret. It's always a Margaret. Is it? Yeah, I think there's a St. Margaret's Hospital in Pittsburgh, too. Or it's like Margaret's. Or is that St. Peggy's? Because Peg is Margaret, right? Yeah, Peg. We could do St. Peg's. We could do St. Peg's. We could do St. Maggie's. We can do St. Mag's. St. Mag's. Yeah. 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 St. Mag's sounds like you're chain smoking and who just like shows up to the party yeah she's four like, cigarettes hey. in buzzed hey guys <laughs> like, like she sounds like the um old lady from spongebob chocolate, chocolate. what are they selling chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> i remember yeah. when they first invented chocolate i always hated it this chocolate's not for eating <laughs> <laughs> no it's gonna make you young yeah yeah you'll you, live forever yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly like that yeah Well, in total, aside from the 86 victims who were killed, there were 127 survivors who suffered varying degrees of burns and other injuries. Horrifying. Yeah. Hey, that's crazy. Also, both Alonzo Sargent and his conductor, Gustav Klaus, survived. Oh. I mean, they're in an iron. Oh, yeah. Steam engine. But you would think like. Well, because like, I mean, I think the steam engine is pretty long and they sit at the back of it. So Mm -hmm. it probably took a lot of the brunt of the force going through it. I don't know. But they lived. So how did this happen? Yeah. Were the warning signs not posted appropriately? Mm -hmm. Was Alonzo Sargent not paying attention to the warning signs? Did the brakes on his train fail? 
Or did Alonzo deliberately crash into the Hagenbeck-Wallace circus train? Well, I hope it's not that. Which one do you think it was? I thought it was going to be all of the above, but... Plus him doing it on purpose. No, I don't know. It's not that one. Okay, I was going to no. say. I think but it's, it's possible. Uh, yeah, I, I think he that. just wasn't paying attention to the warning signs and they weren't posted properly. Well, let's get into it then, shall we? Hey, let's. Well, together, the ICC, which is the Interstate Commerce Commission, which I think regulated trains, and the Indiana Public Service Commission conducted a major investigation into the accident. And this investigation determined that the railroad worker who had placed warning signs had placed them appropriately. Oh, okay. And several interlocking stations on the train's route that Alonzo had driven through Mm -hmm. had also alerted Alonzo that he was following another train. So both Alonzo and Gustav were well aware that they were following the circus train. And also, the passenger train that Alonzo was driving was in perfect working order. Then what the fuck? Yeah. Was he drunk? So, is that what you think? He was drunk? Well, only Alonzo's sergeant and Gustav Klaus know exactly what happened on the train. And they both gave varying stories of what happened during the investigation. Oh, idiots. They gave different stories. Uh, Varying stories. I think it was all pretty much the same, but this detail, that detail. Uh, At first, they had reported that the steam from the engine had obscured Alonzo's view so much that he couldn't see the stopped train ahead of him or the warning signs leading up to it. What? But Gustav eventually stated that Alonzo admitted to him, quote, I must have been dozing. I... mm -hmm. He was asleep. Yeah. Motherfucker was asleep. And eventually, Alonzo would admit that he had, in fact, fallen asleep while operating the train and didn't wake up until he was about 90 feet from the circus train. Oh, fucking moron. Are you kidding me? You have one job. One job. Yeah, dude. it's 4 a.m. Hey, if you're tired, tell the other guy in the back. Well, I don't think you knew how to drive the train, but irrelevant. Oh. You know you have to drive the train. So yeah. I don't know. When I worked night shift, I didn't stay up all day and then go into night shift. Yeah. I slept. So I didn't kill someone. Yeah. Hey, go to bed. Yeah. It makes sense to us. But, but we're not Alonzo. Yeah. Oh, brother, this, this guy, guy stinks. stinks. He stinks. This bar- he's stinky. Um, Alonzo also stated that he had been awake since 5 a.m. the prior day. And since this accident happened at exactly 4.05 a.m., Alonzo had been awake for almost 24 hours straight. Ugh. He also said that he knew he wouldn't have a chance to eat something for a while since his commute on the train would be hours. So... Alonzo had had several large meals prior to getting on the train. Okay, baby girl. You're CP. Like, what are you doing? You're CP. What did he fucking eat? Turkey? Tryptophan. Yeah, again, we're... Two episodes in a row. Two episodes in a row. Yeah, like, what? I I don't know, dude. I got nothing. What the fuck? He's like, I'm going to have the... He had chicken Alfredo. He had turkey. He had soup. Hopefully he had lactate. He had a a lactate. (laughs) He had in there in between meals. He had one singular beer. And then he also took a melatonin. Oh, big little baby has to have big meals. How did I fall asleep? Well, (laughs) to make things even worse, shortly before falling asleep at the controls, Alonzo said he closed the window to the operator's cabin on the train because of the wind. I don't trust this guy. Which made the cab warmer and more cozy. Oh, real. Bro. He he, he planned this. He's like, okay, he's going to snuggle up. He probably had a nice warm blanket with him. He had warm milk with cinnamon, honey. And he heated it up and he went like this. He, he smelled it. He went. And he, six tablespoons of NyQuil. He sipped it. Yeah. He went. And then immediately was like. I'm out. Yeah. Took an Ambien. Yeah. He took an Ambien. <laughs> <laughs> now, Alonzo claims that as soon as he woke up, he applied the brakes to the train, 
but immediately crashed into the circus train a moment later. Uh, I, I No, so that did not sit right with me. No. Again, Alonzo was traveling at 35 miles per hour, and his claim is that he woke up when he was 90 feet from the circus train, realized he was about to crash, applied the train's brakes, and then immediately ran into the circus train. And also, Alonzo actually said that he estimated he was between 75 and 90 foot from the train. But I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt and just yeah. saying he was 90 foot from Yeah. Him. So, yeah, that all seemed like a lot. So I did some math. Ooh, okay. Ready for it? Here we are. If Alonzo was traveling at 35 miles per hour, he would travel that distance of 90 feet in 1.74 seconds. So in less than two seconds, Alonzo woke up just in the nick of time, realized he was about to crash, and had enough time to apply the train's brakes. 1.74 seconds. Bullshit. That's some bullshit! <laughs> is, that, is that the sound? That's it. That was Real. from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's some bullshit! She, the whole thing is, fuck you, Larry David. That's say, some bullshit. Yeah, I was just going to say, is <laughs> that the lady who goes, fuck you, Larry David. <laughs> fuck you, Larry David. That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. Oh, my God. But is that not some complete fucking bullshit, That's bullshit. Dude? And the no. fact that you're like, yeah, I'm going to do some math. He went, oh, oh. And then immediately, no. <laughs> Knew where, no, he probably, he woke up as the train ran into it. 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no fucking way that he, he no. went to go stop it. No. What a moron. But Alonzo stated that after his train had stopped, he helped rescue survivors for over an hour. Oh, over Ooh, an hour. An hour. Good for you, yeah, buddy. Let's Other, this guy stinks. This guy is fucking trash. Yeah, well, dude. what did he think that people were going to well, say? Like, oh, it's well. been an hour. Um, okay, well, they're still burning alive, but it's been an hour. That's my obligation, yeah, he's right? Like, well, I'm okay, just going to go over there go. and jerk off into a bush. Like, Literally. fuck you, dude. He's like, I'm tired still. So he went back to sleep. You actually. shouldn't be tired. You had a nap. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up, motherfucker. He goes, Yeah, but I have all this fucking turkey in my pocket. What am I going to do? One more time. That's some bullshit. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Bullshit. Uh, like this guy, man. That shit pisses me off. Like you did something awful. Don't half-ass it. Just say that you were sleeping. Baby, you were sleeping. He did. He did. In and the investigation, he does finally admit that he was sleeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like for the whole time, don't say this like shit where oh, you're like, oh, I, almost, I got up and I, I got up and I tried to do the break. I, w- I was 90 feet away from it and blah, blah, blah. Dude, no, you fucking weren't. You fell asleep and then you woke up from your train crashing into another fucking train. Yeah. Idiot. Pinky out when we drink for that one. Mm-hmm. Now, to confirm even further that Alonzo had been sleeping, one of the passengers on the circus train saw that Alonzo's train was approaching them and wasn't slowing down. It's a long straight track. You've got time to see it coming. Yeah. And again, since the train was traveling at 35 miles per hour, this gave the circus member time to grab a flare and run down the track toward the oncoming train. Oh, shit. So he's like, hold... He's stop. like, fuck, you got to stop, dude. Yeah. yeah. And again, I mean, they're long straight tracks, like 35 miles an hour is decently fast enough, but yeah, you've got time to see it coming. Yeah. It's night out. There's lights on the train. You can see it coming. Mm-hmm. But when the train wasn't stopping, this worker threw his flare at the train and it hit the operator's window. Oh, so, oh my And bounced right off of it. But unfortunately, this made no difference and was not enough to wake Alonzo. Oh one more time oh brother this, this guy, guy stinks. stinks i'm really loving the buttons if you so haven't noticed I. no yeah i'm i'm wondering if the guy who had the flare was running down and being like hey wake up you know like trying to get alonzo's attention no trying to get like other people's attention in the in his train card he was trying to get that guy to stop 
What I'm saying is if he's seeing it coming at him, why didn't he wake other people up on the train? He probably thought that he could get the guy's attention. Oh, yeah. Like, like, stop who's it. just fucking sleeping at the wheel. Yeah. Real. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not I'm not blaming him at all. Yeah, oh, no. My God. I mean, also, what he can do, wake up your entire train or like try to stop that guy. Like, what's the easier variable? I yeah. feel like I just try to like, hey, buddy, put your fucking brakes on. Yeah, yeah. Well, the final report from the ICC's investigation stated that, quote, this accident was caused by engine man sergeant being asleep and from this cause failing to observe the stop indication of automatic signal 2581 and the warnings of the flagman on the circus train and to be governed by them, end quote. Yeah. So basically they're like, yeah, dude, you were fucking asleep. asleep. They tried to stop and you were you were out. Yeah. So Don't try to you. cover your ass. No. Well, both Alonzo and Gustav were faced with criminal charges. Good. Yeah. Yep. But during the trial, the jury was deadlocked and a mistrial was declared. Oh, Jesus. And for whatever reason, the prosecutors decided not to retry the case. What the fuck? Uh, Dude, I don't know. And all charges against Alonzo Sargent and Gustav Klaus were dismissed almost two years later on June 9th, 1920. So they got off, like, scot-free. Yep. Yep. What? What the The fuck? fuck? They didn't do their jobs correctly and they killed a bunch of people. And then they're like, oh... You guys are fine. It's whatever. Well, I guess it was an accident. Yeah, they said, oh, we don't want to do this again, so. Now, I know it was stated in there that, like, Alonzo had worked for the train industry for, like, 25 or 30-some years. Mm -hmm. So he was considered to be reputable, and he said that he was in a clear state of mind, but also not if you were asleep, bro. You don't have a state of mind because you're fucking asleep. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. Fuck that guy. Yeah. But as they say in the biz, the show must go on. Nuh-uh. I think they call it the biz. I don't know. I'm calling it the biz. Yeah. Yeah. The biz. Show business, baby. Yeah. Jazz hands, baby. Are we technically in the biz? Are we in the biz? I mean, we put ourselves out there. We have Italy now. So yeah, yeah, we're in the biz. Also, if you're the Italy listener that just started listening, I fucking love you because we've been waiting for someone from Italy to listen. Not that we don't love all of our listeners. Oh, yeah. But like we're both Italian. So like when is Italy going to get on board? And I think I said it in like a couple episodes prior where I was like, we need to get that boot. I, yeah, I, like, I don't know why Italy hasn't been here. So yeah. thank you so much, Italy. You rock. Because we were even talking about like just going there ourselves, listening to a couple like, episodes <laughs> and then being like, guys, we have it's an cheating, Italy listener. But I'm, you know, listener, whatever. Yeah. I don't care anymore. Yeah. Um, well, after this disaster, the Hagenbeck Wallace Circus only missed two performances. The train wreck was at 4 a.m. on Saturday, the 22nd. But the circus continued performing again just three days later on the 25th of June in Wisconsin. Hey, they said that we're getting our money. The show must go on. The show must go on. And though they were the main act in these performances, there were other circuses that joined and performed some of the acts with them as well. Oh, okay. It seems to me like the circus community is like a tight-knit group of bows. I was just going to say, it seemed like they all like rallied together for their own. And it continued onward too. So on June 27th, five days after the train wreck, 53 of the victims who were killed were buried at a cemetery called Woodlawn Cemetery in Illinois. The Showman's League of America had actually purchased a lot at the cemetery earlier in the year, with the intent of using it as a final resting place for circus performers and other members of the Showman's League. However, they did not intend on having to use the plot so quickly. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah. So the Showman's League of America, um, I think it's just like the... Organization. Yeah, I think it's like the official organization for... Uh, Circus performers at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, It's still a thing today. Oh, awesome. It is. Um, And it says their mission is to promote international friendship and fellowship of showmen by sharing our rich history through community and service. That just made me Bravo to the Showman's League of America because they sound fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. 
friendship. That is so and fellowship and fellowship through community and service. That's so cute. So the section of the cemetery that the Showman's League of America purchased was known as Showman's Rest. And it was here that one large burial site was dug for the victims, which was about 35 foot by 25 foot. But each person was buried in their own casket there. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. That's so upsetting. Yeah. Now, there were only five members who could be identified. Five? Uh, Yeah, only five. Since the technology to utilize DNA hadn't been discovered yet and social security numbers weren't even a thing yet. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So the names of the grave sites for the 48 other victims were listed as unknown male or unknown female. Now, Showman's Rest, the burial site, is surrounded by statues of elephants that are in a symbolic mourning position as well. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it's all just uh, it's sad. a lot. It's sad. It's I don't want to say nice, but like it's very meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. During the burial service also, there was estimated to be about 1,500 or so people who came to pay their last respects to the performers, Mm -hmm. most of whom were also in show business. And even after this, there were still other members of the Showman's League who chose to be buried at Showman's Rest after they died. Yeah. So it continued onward. That's cute. Yeah. But that is the story of the Hagenbeck Wallace Circus train wreck. Uh, that's crazy and sad and that's a lot. To yeah, process. that's a like, that's a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot. My, my favorite is just Alonzo. I was like, yeah, I woke up and within one point seven four seconds, I I yeah. did the most. He's like, I tried my best here. Hey, no, you didn't. Like, I wonder if they hadn't discovered math proportions yet because it took me like literally thirty seconds to figure it out. Yeah, you did that like it was a fucking SAT question. I was going through it. I'm like, hold the train on, train is moving at thirty five miles an hour. <laughs> Alonzo is sleeping. <laughs> Alonzo is full of shit. That's some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's Alonzo. Um, another fun fact: I talked about the technology for DNA testing and social security numbers not being invented yet. Yeah. In what year, Liv, do you think the technology for testing DNA was invented? And it was in the eighties. Correct. Yes. Pick a year. Uh, you, it's, you know the year you want to pick. It's nineteen eighty-six, isn't it? Oh, eighty-four. Oh shit! I just said that. Correct. Okay. Oh wait, you did just say that, yeah. But yeah, it was nineteen eighty-four. Oh shit! So okay. they knew. Do you know when they discovered DNA though? That was in like the eighteen sixties. They knew oh, about DNA in the eighteen sixties, yeah. but they didn't get the technology to actually utilize yeah. it until nineteen eighty-four. That's like my. F- I don't know who said it. I think it was a John Mulaney sketch, or sketch or something. Where is that where you get all your history? John yeah. Mulaney. Well, no, no. Where he was like. <laughs> He goes, oh, this is a crazy, bloody crime scene. So this is the victim's blood. And then over here is a huge pile of the perpetrator's blood. Now, what are we going to do next to solve this murder? It's like, because they fucking couldn't like, do anything uh, with well, it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's a humdinger, guys. Yeah, a real humdinger. Say, oh, what are we going to do? So <laughs> he goes, yeah, you go ahead and draw a thin line of white chalk around this dead body. <laughs> <laughs> is it chalk or marker they use? I always thought it was chalk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Social security numbers. What year do you think those were invented? Oh, shit. Um, Maybe the 70s? Oh, shit. Uh, 1936. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Why? I don't know. I still don't know how those work. I just know I have one. Yeah. And I know that um, half of my taxes go to something for social security. So. I I just know there's a number taken out. I don't know. My social security number is... Yeah, and mine is three. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this was uh, 
a doozy. It's a doozy. I know. I we have fingers to blame. Oh, what? we are fingers to point. Well, we're gonna point the fingers. We're gonna blame the people. <laughs> the, well, it the was people. Alonzo's fingers that were not at the um, controls. Yeah, so I was we just gonna blame say Alonzo's fingers. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, let's get into the blame game then, shall we? Hey, let's let's. All right, so the blame game, everybody. Live, what is it? We love it. The blame game is where we assign blame. <laughs> that is I what we do so here. I get so scared. I don't that know why. That is what we do here. The blame game is where we rate the disaster on three different categories. Live, was it predictable? Was it preventable? Or was it avoidable once the disaster began? Mm, got it. Yes. Go. Yes. Each category is rated on what, Live? Zero to five. There it is. Yeah, I did it. A total score of three or less means this is what, Liv? A true disaster, baby. And a total score of 10 or more means what, Liv? We get to point a finger. We, we get, get to point, to point a, point a lot finger. of fingers. We get to blame someone. We get to point that finger. It's our clearest soundbite that we have because we did it. <laughs> I we love did it. it in studio. We really did. So without further ado, let's get started. Hey, let's. Let's, shall we? Predictability. Oh, shit. Well, I... Can you predict? I mean, objectively. Kind of, because the signs were up, you know, and yeah, they, the there was signs a warning. Were up. I'm going to say like a two. Can you predict? I mean, I guess I'm looking at like, can you predict that this entire accident will happen? Like you. I'm going to rate it yeah. higher. Like he ate all that fucking food. He hadn't slept. Yeah. He made it warm and cozy. Yeah, he in shut his... the windows and he knew that the steam, allegedly he knew the steam was allegedly. clouding his view. I don't. I think that's bullshit. I just think that he was fucking tired. Yeah. I mean, again, he admitted that, but yeah. No, I'm gonna give this like a four. Like, it should be pretty obvious okay. this is gonna yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah. Preventability. Mm-hmm. Five. Yeah. Do your job better. Hey. Make any better of an effort. Yeah. I don't. Don't eat a shitload of tryptophan. Don't. Yeah, and say stay several meals. What a moron. I, don't, I just. I, I Even don't know, like man. I stayed up for 24 hours once, but it was because I was flying. And I went to um, Florida and me and my friend went to Disney and we literally, I stayed up for like 24 hours straight. I wasn't even that tired. I'm going to be honest until my head, no. until I took a shower and my head hit the pillow and I was out. <laughs> out like a light. I was out like a light. But that's what I'm saying. Like he, I don't know. I remember one time I stayed up. I was probably like 21 or 22. Yeah. I stayed up literally all night playing Xbox, me and one of my buddies. And then I remember driving home. And I remember I didn't turn the radio on, but like I was still hearing like radio static. And then I was like just sitting in my room, like, why do, what is this sound that I'm hearing? Yeah, you're like, what the hell is your brain going And then go everything then? was funny. I'm like, I need to go to bed now. Yeah. 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 The delusion. That's like I kept talking and Tiffany was like, dude, you know what time it is? And I was like, no. And she's like, 2 a.m. She was like, you got up tonight, today at 2 a.m. to get on a flight to come over. And I was like, oh. And it was back to 2 a.m. Yeah, it was back to 2 a.m. And I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, so it literally took a shower and I slept so hard. I was like. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh-uh. It was a good sleep. I still think about it a lot. The best sleep I ever had was after I had surgery on my feet. <laughs> Dude, I slept for like 14 hours at a time. Yeah. It was awesome. I feel like good night. It felt great. Yeah. Um. All right. So then avoidability. <sighs> It just sucks because people got out. So we do kind of have to like, what is it? Like one or two? Maybe like a one. You were asleep. Yeah. Like, how yeah. are you going to get away it's from gonna that? Be, it's going to be a one. Uh, yeah. No. Um, so what's that get us? Four, five, and one. Ten? Yeah. Yeah. Ten again. Who do we want to blame? Alonzo. Alonzo. Just Alonzo. The man of the hour. Yeah. The man. The big man. 
I hate him. Let's blame Gustav also. I mean, he's the conductor. He's also on board. I don't. Yeah. I guess I don't understand exactly what the um, defined roles of the conductor are. Yeah, like the whole semantics of everything. But I mean, he was criminally charged also. So yeah, I, mean, I would say let's go ahead and blame him. Also. Yeah, but mostly Alonzo. Mostly that guy. And I before this, I was going to compliment his name because I do like the name Alonzo. And then having the name like Enzo, his little nickname. Yeah, no, he, he gets none of that. Yeah. So now, uh, thanks. Not a lot of good things to say about Alonzo. No, at all. I mean, I guess a part of me does feel bad because what if he genuinely did just fuck up and fall asleep? I guess people fuck up, but like, but this that's is like, on such like you got to understand like this is a like that's a that's serious such a job. Major, yeah, yeah, no. you know, it's like it, if someone was flying a plane and they fell asleep. Oh, you know, you have so much responsibility, not just to yourself and your job, but to literally the people around you, and I, that should go for every single job. That you, anybody does but like this one's very important because you're yeah no yeah you're dealing with the general public you know sorry alonzo this is uh this is on you buddy yeah all right so do you want to tell me what you learned live <laughs> yes i would love to hear it okay all right all right all, all right. right what you got uh the first thing i learned is that you cannot get snug as a bug in a rug while driving a train you should well if you're driving the train no yeah, do not get comfy. Hey, you can't get cozy. Make sure you're uncomfortable. If you drive a train, you have to be uncomfortable. Yeah, you got to get wear sand in your shoes. And cut onions the entire time. Yeah, just put those under your eyes and start crying. And just, yeah, ball your eyes out. Yeah, exactly. That's how they do it, though. I think that's like Yeah, that's law. how they do it, yeah. That's law. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, the second thing I learned is that the Circus Performers League, or what, what were they called? Showman's League of America. Yeah, they're very wholesome. I like those people. Hey, I really like their slogan. Look, there's... Uh, so here's a picture of them, too. A lot of them have cowboy hats. Oh, well, yeehaw. There they are. There they are. Just hanging That's out. So happy, too. That looks like Lisa Kudrow, but I know it's not her. <laughs> you just love her. I do love Lisa you Kudrow. You love her. <laughs> All right. And the third thing I learned is that we have got to get the high-speed rail system. Why don't we have it? I don't know. I, I talk about this like every other episode. We need to have it. I still think of the monorail from Pokemon Gold and Silver. Yes. You get the monorail pass. You can go to and from Kanto and Johto. There's one. Seconds. There's a red line. Game changer. And it's literally from Cleveland. You can stop at Chicago. You can stop what at it? Denver. It's like it's. I'll send this to you. And then you can go all the way to fucking Los Angeles. It's a train? Yeah. Like someone made this. I want to. And they, they presented it. And everyone was like, no. Oh, so it's not real. No, they want it to be real. Bitches. Uh, but yeah, hey, that's all I got. It would be so fun on like a magnet train. Yeah. Or a bullet train like they have in Japan. I think so. Yeah. I just, I, I think we I think that's, that. that's, yeah. And I think it would be better for the environment and shit like well, that. We had it in the Hunger Games. I fucking love the Hunger Games, dude. Dude, the new movie coming out. I yeah. can't wait. I'm so excited. I the Ballad wait. of Songbird and Snakes. I need to finish the book. I feel like I, I need to finish the book before I go see it because I was. Oh, that's a book also? Yeah. I was such a big Hunger Games fan when I was younger and was? they would always is Thank you. and they would uh, mm -hmm, they would always uh, come out during my birthday. So it's usually close to my birthday. Me, Lex and Trish would go see it like midnight premiere. I was so excited. It was like the first like big kid thing that I would do. The night before I passed my uh, licensure exam, mm -hmm. I watched I was in a hotel. I watched the finale of the Hunger Games. Oh, Mockingjay. Yeah. Uh -huh. Good one. And I watched that, went to sleep, woke up. Took my test, passed, and I accredit my success in my career to the Hunger Games. Yep, as you should. Mainly Jennifer Lawrence. I was just going to say Jennifer Lawrence, Josh Hutcherson. Oh, who played uh, Snow? Shit. Oh. 
Whatever. He did a great job. Yeah, he was. Well, Julianne Moore. That there was a lot of good people. Yeah, there. yeah. It's it's yeah. it was a good like adaptation. Did not I think. see her killing her in the end. But sorry Isn't if you it, haven't seen it. But she does. Wasn't that? Cr- I remember reading that and being like, that I had to like, get awesome. up and be like, oh my did god. Did you see it coming? No. Yeah. But it made it made sense because she was going to do the same thing. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, hope you liked part one <laughs> of three parts of Life's a Circus. Life really is a circus. Like, like Britney Spears. There's only two types of people in the world. The ones and that entertain and the ones that observe. You guys are the ones that observe. But baby, well, we don't know. they might be entertaining on, on their own. kind of girl. Yeah, but right now. Oh, well, yeah, right now they're, they're listening. Ring leader. God, that's such a good album. I was in like elementary school. However, you should not have been listening to that album. That, that no, was not absolutely not. But I still did. I listened to a lot that I shouldn't have. Lil Wayne. Hey, why? Nicki Minaj. Oh, God. No, she's trash. I don't like her. Well, yeah. So again, this was part one. Stick around for the next two episodes of Circus Disasters. Um, if you don't like Circus Disasters, bummer for you. Sorry. We we are going to have a special guest for one. Oh, yeah. So in our next episode, uh, we do have someone else coming on. <laughs> Should it's it? Trisha. It's Trisha. Trisha. It's finally, Trisha. The final Scarano sister. <laughs> the elusive. She can finally explain what the fuck she does for work. She's she, a lawyer. And I think she's going no, to No, she's not. Oh, wait. No, she works in banking. She, I don't know. She does. But she'll text me and be like, I, I am not a lawyer. And I'm like, I didn't say that. Text Ian. Oh, she won't tell me no. No, no. <laughs> she just wants to be on, so she doesn't yell at me. No, yeah. She's like, well, she texted me and she's like, I want to be on the show. And I said, hey, babe, that's not my jurisdiction. I was yeah, like, it is. You can say hey, Trish is coming on. I don't give a shit. Well, yeah. I, but I'm like, you, you talk to Ian because you know, like the schedule of like what we're talking about and oh, what I episode would, that, yeah. yeah, you know, would work best. So yeah. no, I won't tell you what the next episode is, but I think it's going to be a uh, lots of drama on that one. I'm excited. Oh, Very human drama. driven. You know what it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It'll be a good one. I yeah. Think. It's going to be a good discussion. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah. Definitely. All right, everybody. That's about all we got. Yeah. Question mark. To be continued because it is. All right. As always, like and follow us on Instagram at Disaster Ever Podcast. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, worst ever. You get your podcasts. And if you have any suggestions, hey, please let us know. Uh, DM us on Instagram. That's where we're most active. And slip right into the DMs. Yeah. Just, hey, slide right in there. There she is. And we'll see you. We'll see you in there. I'll be there. I'll be there as well. It's going to be a great time. I'm fun. I can't I'm excited. Wait. I am fun. I'm meant to say it's you're, fun. You're, you're a fun person. Yeah. yeah, I'm a fun person. Yeah. So, all right. Everyone out there, good luck. And if we don't talk to you, for those who celebrate, happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. I think this one will come out around Thanksgiving. Yeah. So if you celebrate, enjoy your turkey. If you don't, hey, enjoy that Thursday. Enjoy the trip to fan. Yeah. If, if you it's, and don't operate a train if you are if you eat a turkey. lot of turkey by all means don't drive a train real quick is tryptophan real yes oh I, it is okay yeah eat responsibly yeah and that's my advice that's a good one end this episode guys eat responsibly always eat responsibly mm-hmm. don't eat several large meals before you stay up all night and drive a train it's, literally it says on the box don't do that <laughs> <laughs> don't operate heavy machinery hey are you gonna drive a train here in the next hour don't do not you should not yeah all, all right. right everybody that's it good night and one more time for uh everyone else that's some bullshit that's some bullshit love you guys <laughs> Bye. fuck you Larry david <laughs>